It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. another episode of financial pizza it's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio stations around the country each and every week and it's all brought to you hot fresh and in 30 minutes or less if you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here give them a call 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 800-662-6808 well another week that certainly was something that was the week that was, it's over, let it go. That was the week that was, it started way well, the much-anticipated jobs report was released. Non-farm payroll up a solid 559000 Generally good news, but it was well below the expected 671000 that was predicted by economists. Unemployment fell to 5.8% from 6.1%. That was better than expected. Who knows? Now, the market continued the week with wide swings both ways. The bond market edged down. However, Dow futures rose on that news. AMC, the latest in meme stocks, it was lower in early trading on Friday after a wild week, ranging from 22 bucks last Friday to just over $51 at opening today. Well, the highly anticipated, soon-to-be-released government report on UFOs says they have no proof. But then they have no explanations on those strange objects spotted over the years. So I guess we still don't know anything for sure. Uh, the good news is George Nury and the folks on Coast to Coast AM are always around to tell us what's really going on out there. Well, the advisors checked in on a variety of topics this week, including Coach Pete Deruta. He's got some thoughts on cryptocurrency. Well, who doesn't? Eric Carney talks about the real effects of the SECURE Act. Mark Giel shares some tips about 401ks that you probably don't know about. Nathan Fort has some thoughts on the SECURE Act 2.0. Kevin Brooker shares his excitement about something that he calls pure growth. And Dave Perkins takes us back to the year 1963. Okay, let's get this pizza cooking. We turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. The show is America's 401k show. In this clip, Chuck Caton, Coach, and I are talking about cryptocurrency and all the hubbub it's creating these days. It, the cryptocurrency is an alternative currency. The problem is there's so many of them out there, so many different coins. And there's no such thing as a coin, by the way. They call it a coin or a token. But when you buy it, you don't get anything but an electronic proof that you have it. And I've heard stories about some of the lesser-known places, the exchanges where you can go buy the coins being contaminated or people losing money when they put it in there or having it stolen from them. So, you know, how do you know if you're buying the right coin? Then it was a scam pulled a, a while back where it was a phony coin that was launched on the market. A lot of, like, millions of dollars were, went in there. And the people who made the phony coin, again, they used that same kind of technology where you can't trace them, went online and put a post saying, we screwed all of y'all, we got all your money, see you later, bye. And the coin was gone. So we have to be very careful. A lot of, the only reason I'm talking about this is I have so many people asking me about it. And so I am going to be totally upfront and honest. I put some money in there now to, to, to mess around with just to see, to learn. Because the only way to learn a lot of times for me is to, is to have a vested interest in something. So putting my own skin in the game. Sure. Now, back in 2020, 
of June 2020, I bought 2.1 coins of Ethereum, which people have heard of, like Bitcoin and Ethereum is like right under there. Yep. For $500 total, I got 2.1 coins. Then Ethereum has run up to like 5,000 a coin. So again, I was just dabbling, Chuck. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I put it in there. But now I'm taking a little bit more of a proactive stance and looking at it. But there, what I'm seeing is the more you look, the more you better look. Because you can lose a lot of money. And you can, you can also make a lot of money. And we've heard of people that have gotten that Dodge coin, the D-O-G-E, yeah, Doggy that too. coin. Sure. That's, <laughs> That's what, what it looks like. It's pronounced all different ways. I, I used to call it Doggy coin. Yeah, yeah Doge, yeah. When I saw it back in right at the end of 2020, and it was less than a penny a coin. It was .006. And I was going to buy some, but I couldn't figure out how to buy it because you have to you have to put money over there. You got to go to the bank. You got to have to have money transferred. Then you have to bring it to a different place and buy. Like it's crazy. So I didn't. And now I kick myself every day about it because it went up to over fifty to seventy five cents. I think a coin from from less than a penny. Chuck, do you, can you imagine how many people, if they got in, really cheap like that, could get out and make a lot of money? Now oh, here's yeah. what happened when it went way up, Steve. Guess what? A lot of people didn't do. They didn't sell. They didn't sell. And guess yeah. what? They did instead. They bought more. So, again, fear and greed. They should have sold. They should have sold at least half of their money and got some profit. And then it tanked back down and it moves all around. So, my simple answer to the cryptocurrency world is I have no idea what's the best one. I have no idea where you're supposed to buy it. And no one does, Steve. No one does. It's all luck. Right. And so, it's Wild West now. We're seeing some of the same tricks that the manipulators of the market use where they pump a coin up. You'll get these emails saying, oh, you got to buy it now. And a lot of people start buying it. The problem is you're buying it when those people have already bought it, so they'll decide when to dump it when they want. You buy it way up, and they dump into it, and it goes way down again, so you lose your money. So be very, very careful with these cryptocurrencies. Now, I'm not saying you can't make a lot of money. I've seen a lot of people make a lot of money. I've also seen a lot of people lose everything and put money in there they never should have put at risk anyway. And that's the number one rule of the money world is never put money you need or can't afford to lose in a place that you could lose it. The whole crypto world is one that's complicated for sure. If you'd like to learn more, give Coach Pete a call, 800-662-6808, or text him directly, pizza, 800-662-6808. America's 401k show originates in Raleigh, North Carolina, can be heard on a number of radio stations around the country. You can find the podcast version wherever you download your podcasts. Visit PeteOnDemand.com for a ton of information, including free books, videos, and more, all about Coach Pete. That's PeteOnDemand.com. At Pizza. Now we head to Southwest Florida, where we find Eric Carney and his show, WealthWorks Radio. In this clip, he relates a story about meeting with a potential client. And at one point, the conversation turned to the SECURE Act and the impact it's had on generational wealth. It's interesting because we've been meeting with a gentleman who's been working with his advisor for nine years. This gentleman has a substantial amount of IRA money, wants it to go to his children. He's like, Eric, I don't need this money. I want to make sure that it goes to my children. So in meeting number two, he tells me, you know, again, Eric, I like my advisor. He's a good guy. And I dropped the bombshell. Has he ever mentioned the SECURE Act to you? No, I've never even heard of that. Huh, interesting. You've been working with your advisor for nine years. He knows that you have a significant amount of IRA money. He knows that you, that you want that to go to your children. And you're about to drop a massive tax bomb. So he goes, will you explain that to me? So I went through the whole process of how it's stripping away the stretch IRA and so forth. And he's just like, I never knew that. He's like, I don't want to be part of that. 
furthermore, I don't want my money to be a part of that. And so now all of a sudden, he's looking at strategies and saying, okay, how can we do a transfer of generational wealth the most tax efficient way? What it's also going to do with Secure Act 2.0 is it's going to have to force people to update their estate plans because a lot of the language can now be challenged in the older trust and wills. So the whole thing is, is that, you know, as Congress goes through and makes this, and by the way, again, it is a bipartisan agreement. So both sides are in favor of this. Why? Because they've got to find a way to fund Social Security in the future. And with $28, $29 trillion of IRA money out there, they're not going to steal it. They're just going to tax the hell out of it. And so they came up with a SECURE Act. It passed through. It's going to affect transfers of generational wealth for the next 50 years. And that's how they're going to fund Social Security. So baby boomers have said for a long time, they're going to steal my 401k. Not exactly. They're just going to do it legally. Wow. That's a pretty bold statement, Eric. Think about it. You know, we're, we're going to tax you in this way. You can take care of it. You can counteract that. You can come up with other things. But it kind of goes back to the Roth IRA. When the government offers you something and puts a limit on it, they know that most people are not going to take advantage of that. The Roth IRA was a beautiful tool. And that's a beautiful thing for a lot of people, but there's not enough people that are taking advantage of it. Think about it, Steve. There's $27 trillion in IRA money and only $880 billion in Roth money. That's pretty substantial. Wow. So the government doesn't, the government couldn't care less about your Roth IRA money, right? Because that's, that's a minimal amount. But when there's $27, $28 trillion of IRA money out there, that's what they're going to tax. That is food for thought for sure. Now, the SECURE Act and now SECURE Act 2.0 certainly impacted retirement, retirement planning. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth are on top of it. They can help you navigate the subtleties and the not-so-subtleties of the SECURE Act and have them work perhaps to your advantage. Now, you can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 of WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you download your podcasts. Why not subscribe? It'll be delivered to your phone every week. Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Hey, he's on TV too. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, check your local guide for times and channels. You can call them directly, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. PIZZA! Sticking with Secure Act and now Secure Act 2.0, Teresa Opeka is talking with Nathan Fort about just that. In this clip, Nathan and Teresa are discussing the auto-enrollment part of 2.0. I think that auto-enrolling in retirement savings accounts with employers would be a good idea for a lot of people. Okay. And why would that oh, be? Yeah. Well, I've, I've talked with people who were several years, uh, some more than 10 years into their career mm -hmm. and have known very little about their retirement savings plans that mm -hmm. they're eligible for. The, they could be 401ks or 403bs, 457s. Um, a lot of people just are uh, kind of unaware. Mm -hmm. um, 
it doesn't hurt anybody to save for retirement. So what they're proposing in this legislation is that they would require employers to automatically enroll eligible workers into 401k and 403b plans um, at a savings rate of 3%. So they're just going to kind of default you to 3% of your salary. So you hire on and uh, whether you know about it or not, you're going to have 3% of your salary flowing into a retirement savings plan. Now, I think what's even better than this is for uh, the participants to be informed about everything and, and be aware and understand what they're doing. And, and I would really hope that uh, most employers out there would, uh, would take that initiative. Right. But whether you know about your plan or not, you're going to have some money saved. And, and you know, most people are not going to uh, argue with having more money saved than they thought they had, yeah. 401ks. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, then that's perfect. You know, it's just keep keep saving it. You don't miss it. Exactly. Yeah. And and workers still have the option of opting out. Mm -hmm. So this is not, you're not required to do it. They're just going to automatically enroll you. Right. That's the default. The default is you're enrolled. And uh, if, you, if you don't want to do it, you got to opt out. So I think what you're going to see is a lot more money going into retirement accounts. Because yeah. uh, some people are going to say, well, it's already set up anyway. So uh, I don't want to go through the hassle of opting out, and it's probably something I should be doing anyway. So, you know, sure, uh, it's almost like being auto enrolled into a, uh, a nutrition plan, a fitness plan. There you right? go. Someone's going to wake you up and wheel you out to the gym, and they've got the whole regimen set up for you. And you might think, well, I might as well. Auto enrollment seems like a good idea for most of us. Nathan and his show, Retire Fit Radio, can be heard Sundays at 11 a.m. on KLBJ 590 AM and 99.7 FM in Austin, Texas. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners in Austin. Learn more on his website, retireaustin.com. That's retireaustin.com. Pizza! Now, Dave Perkins takes us back in time with a glimpse of 1963 in our ongoing series, Through the Years. Through the Years. Let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. 1963, a year the nation mourned. This year contained one of those rare, where were you moments. So we have to open with the biggest moment of the year, the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. I was probably napping because I wasn't even one, but I do know my mother and grandmother are watching as the world turns when Walter Cronkite broke in with a special bulletin. And I gave it a great deal of thought, Grandpa. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. In those days when the network cut in with a special bulletin, you knew it was big, true breaking news. And not that Justin Bieber had just broken up with his current girlfriend. Lee Oswald has been shot. Two days later, Lee Harvey Oswald was shot as networks carried it live. So that all happened close to the end of the year 1963, a year that saw the beginning of Beatlemania. One of their biggest releases, I Want to Hold Your Hand. It still hadn't appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, though. That was the next year. This year saw one of the most famous speeches of all time delivered by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his I Have a Dream speech in Washington. If anyone won a new car on a game show in 63, they could have heard a new car valued at $3,233. That was the average price, 29 cents a gallon to fill it up. A great year for TV with shows like Andy Griffith, The Flintstones, and Mr. Ed. Hello. 
I'm Mr. Red. Zip codes came to be in 63. Polio vaccines were taken in a lump of sugar, and insurance firm State Mutual Life Insurance invented the smiley face. So, with that said, have a nice day. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Who knew the smiley face has been around that long? Hey, if you've got a year you'd like us to revisit for you, let us know. Just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808 with your request. We'll make it happen. Pizza. Mark Giels is up next from Sioux City, Iowa. The show is Mark on Money, and in this clip, Mark points out a pretty interesting way to save more for retirement in your 401k, even if you've maxed out your contribution. What I tell people is when you come into the office and visit, typically we'll find one or two things right off the bat. Um, and what I tell people is it's like an iceberg. If we find something that right away is pretty obvious that you should have been doing and you haven't been doing, there's usually a lot underneath the water as well that you should be doing and probably aren't. Um, and so if you're not doing the simple things, you know, there's usually a huge amount of other stuff that, that should be being done and just isn't, hasn't been looked at, hasn't been addressed. And so I'm going to tell you one thing that I don't think anybody here probably has heard about and you can do. And so, again, there's, here's something that you don't know, but it could be costing you money if it applies to your situation. And it is this. If you're contributing to a 401k plan, a person says, well, I'm maxing out my 401k. Did you know that in a lot of 401ks, you can continue to contribute after you've reached your maximum contribution amount? So you can put in the 15%, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the maximum that you can put in up to uh, $19,500 if you're under 50 um, but you can continue to contribute past that up to $50,000 of after-tax money. So it's not deductible. Um, you know, it's not going into a Roth or pre-tax. It's going into the after-tax portion of your 401k. But here's the caveat kicker. Once that after-tax money is in the 401k, you can do an in-plan conversion to the Roth portion of your 401k. Oh, wow. Allowing you to contribute up to $50,000 today into Roth IRA assets um, by using after-tax contributions into your 401k, and then once they're there, you do an in-plan conversion to a Roth. That sounds amazing. If you knew that, you're probably one in a million people. Because I didn't I know that. Almost nobody knew knows that you can do that. Right. Well, and are you seeing people, and are you encouraging people, and if they fit those, if they fit that category, if they fit that kind of, you know, you're able to make that kind of contribution, are you encouraging people to do that? Absolutely. Because here's the key: if if you if you're if you're contributing so much money into your four hundred one k, and you, and you're a highly compensated employee, you probably also have got brokerage accounts that have after tax money in them that you're paying taxes on. And so, you know, you want to be able to maximize that Roth because it'll never be taxed. You know, it's tax-free money forever. And it's the only investment that allows that to happen. And it's just such an important planning tool that, you know, the more money you can get into a, you know, Roth position, the better. That is amazing and good to know. 
And if you'd like to learn more, give Mark a call, 800-662-6808. Just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. Mark Giels and Mark on Money can be heard Sunday mornings at 7.30 on KSCJ, 1360 AM, 94.9 FM in Sioux City. Visit their website, EFS4U.com. That's EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. Pizza! Now, we find ourselves in Phoenix, Arizona, and the Cruising Through Retirement podcast with Kevin Brooker. Now, in this clip, Kevin outlines a fund he created and manages. He calls it Pure Growth. Let's talk about some, let's talk about picking a good stock. All right. How do you, how do you pick a, how do you find a good stock? You find a good well, advisor a, who can help you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, that's my suggestion number one right there. Yeah. Uh, just give me, just give me a call. Uh, guys, I've been doing this 30, this is my 31st year in the business. I started in 1990 and, um, you know, I have always, you know, every day, this is essentially what I do. And I've been looking at I've lo- all sorts of stock newsletters and, tri- you know, services and timing services and you name it. I've tried it. I've checked them out. Uh, it's been very difficult um, to find to find a good, reliable one that does it consistently. Um, but I think I think I finally have have figured something out um, because I've been running a portfolio that's based on uh, I call it rules based. In other words, it, it can be any number of rules. But if you think about guys like Warren Buffett, um, you know, or William O'Neill that started Investors Business Daily newspaper. Or Peter Lynch that ran the Fidelity Magellan Fund back sure. in the, I want to say the '80s. All of these guys they built they built fortunes because they were able to pick winning stocks, and 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 so I always say to myself, well, you know, how do they do it? And if I can just copy him, why don't I just copy him? I don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? Right. And and I'm a big believer in following the people that are the most successful. And so what I did is I uh, I found some portfolios that are rules based. And the reason we like the rules is that it takes it takes the subjectivity out of it. You know, it has nothing to do with me thinking or having a hunch about something. It's nothing that I heard from a friend or a buddy of mine or a cousin or I got a hot tip. It's it's based on the metrics that we can measure. It could be revenue, it could be earnings, it could be insider buys, it could be based on technical features. You know, like a chart formation or something. Uh, there's a there's a lot of different rules you could put in place. The ones that I chose that I went with, uh, when you backtest them. They, te- they show you over 20% annual compounded returns since 1980, all right? Mm-hmm. It was actually actually backtested about 22% a year. And I said, all right, this thing looks really good. And so I took it live last July, July 14th, I, I believe the, ne- the day exact day was, um, because I wanted to test the strategy and put it to work. And the great news is that we've been in a really good market. The even better news is that this portfolio has crushed the market. Uh, we closed today up 71.8%. Holy cow, that's a big number. And I am very, you know, very I'm very proud of that and very much looking forward to my one the one year anniversary coming up here very soon because it's been a short period of time, okay? It's it's just been 10 months, a little over 10 months. Yeah. Um, you know, and and this is a concentrated stock portfolio that I'm calling pure growth. And the reason I'm calling it pure growth is be, it's pure in the sense that there's no derivatives, there's no leverage, we're not borrowing money, doing any crazy you know, uh, you know, exotic instruments or something that Wall Street likes to do. Um, and growth being is that we're buying growth stocks. They could be as big as something like a Goldman Sachs or a Facebook or a Google, uh, which I, I own all three of them right now, by the way. Um, or they could be these small companies that you've probably never heard of. And, and so it's so in other words, it's small, mid and large companies that I'm buying based on these rules. And, and those are simply filters that I run through my computer 
And then I, it gives me the ideas. So I start with those. And then I use technicals to try to determine entry and exit points uh, and timing. And so, but the portfolio uh, went live uh, that I've been managing for my clients, uh, a select few clients, because I wanted to test it with a small sample. Um, but through today's close, we're at 71.8% That's net. amazing. That's amazing growth for sure. If you'd like to learn more, call Kevin at 800-662-6808. You can text him. That's pizza to 800-662-6808. The Cruising Through Retirement podcast is available wherever you download your podcast, subscribe to it, and it will be delivered to you each and every Friday. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial. Visit his website, silverleaffinancial.com, to learn more. Silverleaffinancial.com. Pizza! One more clip, and this pizza is out the door. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete DeRuta. The show is Financial Safari. In this clip, Pete and a full studio, including producer Thomas Lipscomb, advisor Greg Berrien, NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster Chuck Caton, are all discussing a variety of topics, including credit and debit cards. So yeah. let's look at, let's just touch here on my red light, green light analogy. Let's talk about my chapter here then in my, in my mind. <laughs> Technology, temptations, and today's consumer. Chuck, mm. we have uh, we have five subsections of that. One is credit and debit cards. Greg, do you think credit and debit cards get people in trouble or help people have a successful retirement? Actually, they can do both. Oh, yeah? Tell yeah. me. I, well, first of all, if you're putting money onto a credit card and your balance is getting bigger and bigger and you're getting hit for a 21% interest. That's not good. That's not good. That's trouble. But if you're taking money that you're going to spend and you're going to utilize it anyhow and pay off that credit card and get points points yeah. man now how, how many points we all got on our credit cards you can use those for airfares traveling supposedly like that. until you go to use them yeah <laughs> <laughs> on a lot of cards it. there's a lot of dirty tricks uh, so yeah it's true that. On that you don't want any fine print when it's when it's talking about when to use your miles but yeah. we shouldn't carry debt if you're carrying a debt just to get the points and you're not paying your your balance off you are paying a negative interest rate to get rewards your rewards actually cost you money that's bad juju man that's a red light yeah. so green light if you pay your card off at end of each month and you're going to spend the money anyway chuck go ahead and put it on a reward card make sure you get a very good one. I heard Apple has a new credit card that pays, what, 2 or 3% cash back, immediate cash back, and that's pretty cool. It actually will change your, your credit card number after each charge if you want, too. You, you know what the benefit of that is? You go to a restaurant, you hand the waiter your credit card, uh, it communicates with your Apple device, and, and it automatically verifies it with them. Oh. So, you, now, if you don't have an Apple card, they hand him your card. He goes in the back, or she goes in the back. They write down if it's special. If it's a nice looking card, they'll write down the number, and expiration date, and the special code on the back, mm -hmm. and they put it on the dark web or give it to their buddy. And all of a sudden, you have a lot of charges you don't recognize yeah. on your card. That's yeah. about the Apple card. It changes the number every single time if you want it to. Wow. So That'd here's what nice. I was talking about. You know, if you go to if you've ever gone to Napa or any wine country where they like you to sample their wines and then sell you a bunch of them, and actually they get you drunk and then they give you a bunch of wine, and then they <laughs> sign you up for that commitment where you're going to get a new case every every three months or, or twice a year or once a year. Sure. And you can never, when you call them to cancel, they always try to upsell you. So instead of canceling, all you do is just change your credit card number. <laughs> you press the button on your Apple and you got a new credit card that's number. That's a good so way to do that it. That would make sense, wouldn't I it? I like that. Sure. So if you can get good rewards, Greg, that's a great point. If you get good rewards and you pay your card off, then by all means, charge away. But mm. make sure you pay that balance off at the end of each month because if you don't, you become the best friend of the bank because they're going mm -hmm. to let you charge more and more because they know your balance is going to get bigger and bigger. They'll send you those convenience checks you can mm -hmm. use. <laughs> it, and it looks like free money, and it is until it isn't. <laughs> and then you owe money. So yeah. uh, online trading, Greg, good thing or bad thing? 
Well, you know, as long as you know what you're doing, you're really, really careful. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what they're doing, Greg? Nobody. (laughs) What do you think, Chuck? I think online trading is probably good, again, if you know what you're doing. What I advise, especially with my retired clients, uh, if they have, like, we need to put together first, we need their core account established, which gives them that financial fill-up strategy, which gives them a check every single month, all the way through retirement for both them and their spouse. If they have leftover money after that, which most people do, I encourage them to put a little bit of money into some kind of a brokerage account, mm-hmm. maybe a hundred thousand dollars or less. Okay, not not gigantic money, fifty thousand, ten thousand, but let them buy and sell stocks they like. This way, you can always be researching because you're not you're, you're not working anymore. You're retired. You want to keep your mind sharp. Mm. So online trading enables you to do it a lot cheaper without going through a broker. I like the idea of having some fun money to play the market. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial can help you achieve that and more. Financial Safari heard on radio stations around the country. It originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. Subscribe to the Financial Safari podcast wherever you download your podcasts, and it'll be delivered to your phone each and every week. You can call them right here at 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. Visit FinancialSafari.com to learn more about the show. Visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to connect with the team. You can check out Pete on PeteOnDemand.com for a whole lot more information. So that's it. Episode 104 of Financial Pizza, cooked, boxed, and ready for delivery. And if you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, and who wouldn't, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeart app, or wherever you download your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure to rate and share the podcast. Oh, there's plenty to go around. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country every week. It's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 800-662-6808. Visit financialpizza.com for more. Reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or find me on Twitter at stevesinall. I want to thank Dave Perkins and Teresa Opeka for providing content for today's show. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. And going to see you next week right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.